All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Amchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in. It's working this time. Take two, episode 224 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Rumchuk. Uh, the first time I hit record didn't work, but the second time it did. Uh, welcome in this podcast, as always, brought to you by Oodle Noodle. 10% of all in-store proceeds go towards a local charity because not only do they care about solving your hunger, they care about making the community around them better. That's the Oodle Noodle promise. And not like that nonsense you get over at Noodle King. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Noodle King. That's bad they milk. poison the Noodle King. That's one. They actually take money from Charity Weekly. <laughs> That's Their Jay. prime rice is actually rat poison. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if this is a mirage, if this is fake, but I believe in the bottom left-hand corner of my screen is one Chalmers. Hello. Hello. Did you just hear that we were doing this every twice a week for the last <laughs> week? <laughs> I'm sorry, boys. Yeah, I'm here. I've been wanting to. I've, yeah, I'm. What I respect, Chalmers, is that every day you intend to be on the show. I believe you wake up in the morning intending to come on the show i i swear to god i fully intend every single time we taste it to be on the show and, and, and over the course of the day a different reason emerges that's valid in every event i'm like no no that's fair that's fine every and and at least five times in, in the in the hour before taping i try to figure out a way to not have to do what i'm doing and get in my truck <laughs> and be with you guys and it never it just hasn't been working out lately i've been 
extremely busy. It's a weird, weird time. Make money. Who cares? I'm happy to hear you're busy, Chalmers. That's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's just like it's and it's this winter is shaping up to be very, very busy in construction, which is, you know, it's nice. But yeah, it, when a, when a problem arises at twelve thirty on a fucking Monday, uh, it breaks my heart not to be able to come on, man. Can I can I throw you this question, here. Chalmers? I had yeah. this debate on the radio like three, four, or five months ago. It was a long time ago. Um, yeah. You as a guy who work, you work a lot like outside, right? Like on, or I suppose you're a lot inside, but you know, like running out to the truck and things like that. Would you rather oh, yeah. be working in minus 30 or plus 30? Whoa, that's a good question. You know what? Plus 30. I think, man, I think I could deal with the sweatiness and the heat of plus 30 and the exhaustion, drinking lots of water, than minus 30. Because in the past couple of days, like just to be outside and just simply unloading a bunch of material for somebody, mm-hmm. my my hands and stuff are and my toes are getting frozen. If you're out, yeah, it's it's. I think I could do plus thirty a lot better than minus thirty. I counterpoint question. I think the question needs to change because the the difference between plus thirty and minus thirty, like the plus thirty, isn't as severe as what minus thirty oh, yeah. is in cold. So plus I would thirty do or like, minus twenty. I would do like no, no. I would do like plus fifty or minus thirty. Well, well either way, you're like gonna die. Dubai. Would you rather do? Would you rather do a construction project in the like the teeth? of winter those like two days a year where the coldest place on the planet or would you want to be in dubai in 50 degree heat where everything is melting the only like the only way you survive is if you pick the cold one because at least you'll layer up and all that stuff and when i floated that question out i was actually surprised and i'd imagine there's a good chunk of our listeners who work outside i was surprised at the amount of people who said they'd rather have minus 20 with no wind or minus 30 with no wind versus plus 30 and they just said listen you can always take layers off you always get warmer as you work kind of thing whereas in plus 30 if you're hot and sweaty and the air is hot to breathe in and all that like it's not getting better but i also assume like construction workers like if they're on the job and it's real hot they'll do like a midday wet t-shirt contest type scenario where i've seen videos like that with the cut off jean shorts and whatever so i assume there's also sexiness involved in break open the fire hydrants and uh plus if you're in a hot climate where it's relatively hot all year round you're dealing with like sam brown our buddy in brisbane his stories of construction are like oh i was building a shed and there was a king cobra Oh, I was doing a bathroom reno, and there was a giant scorpion. Oh, I was fixing someone's kitchen, and there was a tarantula nest. Like you have none of that shit to worry about if you live in a cold climate. Yeah, true. No, it, the the one thing is, is I mean, both are going to have their restraints. If you have a ton of layers on, you move so slow because you're so uncomfortable. If you have, but but it's the same thing. If you're super hot and you're sweaty and you're uncomfortable, the fact is, is in the cold, your hands and feet are going to take a bigger beating than in the hot that's the rest of the, the body on a whole like the hot the worst you could have is like get some sunstroke right but in cold <laughs> the worst all? you get is like severe frostbite on your feet your hand your t- hands and your nose and stuff and i don't know i, Thomas, like I want that. you to i feel like you'd be proud of me that my hose has been disconnected from the house and brought inside yeah yeah it was uh i i do this yearly thing for my friends and all my family and all on groups when I realize that it's about to freeze for the first time, because I've seen it so many times in the spring, where I get probably five to ten phone calls from people that I know and that I don't know, 
about the fact that their basement flooded the very first time they used their sprinklers. So what I do every time it's about to freeze is I know it's not habit for people to take, to unscrew their hoses from their hose bib. So I tell them, I say time of the year to take your hose off. Cause what happens is you got about a one foot frost free hose bib where when you turn the faucet off, usually the ball valve is right at the front of the faucet, but in a frost free hose bib, it's a foot in inside the house in the warm area and then it's usually back graded so the water will come out the front and therefore you don't get freezing in the metal line but when you keep your hose uh, attached to the to the hose bib the water traps in there the pressure traps the, the water in there and it breaks and i like it's great for business i mean i get a lot of i get a lot of work in the springtime over redoing people's basements but man to see what one simple little thing can do to people's lives for like three months in the spring that they have to redo their basement and move all their stuff. And, you know, it's such a, it's such a silly little task that people, most people just don't know about. So, so I mean, they didn't do it, Chalmers. What do you recommend they do? They just go right now, go unplug your hose. If you haven't taken off your hose bib by now, uh, get it the fuck off. And yeah. And like, I doubt that much damage will have happened yet. Um, but the potential is there. It's been pretty cold. Now, what you need to realize is is that when that will not create a flood in your basement until you run that hose bib, because where it's going to freeze and blow the line, blow the metal line, is in front of the valve. So the water is not active at that spot. So if you turn on your hose and it and and it and you hear the pressure coming out, you see the water coming out, and that's when it's going to start to flood in your basement. And it will, it will, the very first sign of it is you'll go downstairs and if you have carpet, you'll see under the baseboard, you'll start to see water or your carpet will be wet to the touch. And so like hose bibs are designed so that when you unscrew them from the outside, they put enough slack on those lines that you could pull it out like a good foot and inspect the actual frost free area of it. And so, you know, it's just, if it, if your, if your hose bib is frozen right now, because of this year, you know, it's not going to create you any problems until you run that hose. And you can use your hose in the wintertime. I've had a lot of people call me and ask me, like, I know you say to undo your hose, but can I use my hose in the winter? Well, absolutely, you can use your hose. As long as there's active water going through there, it's not going to freeze. But if you turn your hose off and then go inside after flooding your outdoor rink and you leave it attached, you're going to have a problem. Interesting. You, uh, do you build a rink for your kids? Buddy. I do. We I, talked so about this year, with Sam Gagne. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, so this year. Number 89, bag milk, perhaps you remember. Uh, former captain of the Edmonton Oilers, yes. You son of a bitch. And the son <laughs> of, and the son of uh, entrepreneur who made, I think it was NiceRinks.com or something. Anyways, he, yeah, he, we talked about our outdoor rinks, but last year I couldn't have one because I just freshly landscaped uh, the new house that I, uh, that I moved into. And so I didn't want to ruin the grass, but this year, it's been kind of uh, interesting because it's early. Like this is early. Middle of October is not when you should be having freezing temperatures and, and snow. And um, so what happens was I wasn't ready for it, but my friend, he gave me all these like brackets. He's like, dude, you're going to do an outdoor rink. Have these brackets that plywood slips into. And I've got myself like a 50 by 26 uh, outdoor rink in the back. And it's now, I, wow. I, I feel, yeah, and then I put the liner in. I built the whole thing in like a day. It was easy. Um, I put the liner in, 
and then I, I ran my hose 20 hours and I'm like half full. <laughs> so, so I'm going to let that freeze first and then finish up the rest. It's so, like my, it's, it's my fun time at night. Are you so going to, when have, are you inviting us over for yeah, a little bit? Are, are we going to do uh, like a, maybe a mini three on three game, like a real life cup? I'd love it. So like what, yeah. And I'm setting up my backyard because my kids, like they have friends that are in their, that are in their class that they play hockey with. And it's kind of their cohort. And, uh, you know, this, there's a, there's a lack of stuff you can do. You're not going over to a lot of friends after school every day. They're like, we just want to come home and play hockey. And so I'm setting up the backyard where these kids can like, like there is going to be a fire. Like we got our fire pit there right beside it. We got, I'm, I wanted to build like lockers in my garage, but I'm in construction. I don't have a shop anymore. So I've got a lot of stuff in there, but yeah, you guys are more than welcome. But right. Like it's going to be with the weather. Like I'm surprised if what I did three days ago is even frozen full and it's going to take like, and then it's supposed to get nice again. So, yeah. um, Probably not even going to be ready till like the middle of November, to be honest. You're going to, yeah. you're going to come home one day and you're going to look and be like, Oh, the kids are in the backyard playing <laughs> hockey. And then it'll be me and bagged milk, like yeah. running the show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, We're doing some drills. <laughs> my gate's easy to open and I'll give you my address. Go over there and play hockey anytime you want. And I maintain a rink like nobody else. I go out there at night specifically to have half an hour to myself to an hour to myself <laughs> just to like, scrape it off with my metal shovel. I'm even going to make myself one of these little Zambonis that you can make, which is like, you just, you put a hose attachment to a bunch of PVC pipe and you just basically, basically create like a big mop with like a little, uh, like a towel at the very back of it. You drill holes in it. And then as you run the water through it, you just sweep the ice with it and it like floods the ice. It's nice little Zamboni. Remember, it's not a Zamboni. It's an ice resurfacing machine. The company That's Zamboni, the, the company Zamboni the got super fucking pissed on Twitter the other day. Cause did you see the video of the Zamboni on fire and still cleaning the ice? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. everyone was like, Oh my God, the Zamboni's on fire. And the company released a thing being like, that is not a Zamboni in the video. That is an ice resurfacing machine. That is not one of our products. They hate so they're, it. They're in, a, they're in the Kleenex situation. You know what I mean? They are. 100%. Zamboni is just synonymous with ice clearing, whatever the fuck they're called. And yeah. rollerblades. Yeah, rollerblades. Rollerblades. Rollerblades is a brand? Yeah. It's <laughs> called exactly. Inline Skate. Oh. That's no exactly shit, the eh? point, Tyler. Yeah. No shit. I feel like Zamboni's not in a position to complain about that because you get so much essential free advertising from just being... Well, it would appear as though your machine still works whilst on fire. Yeah. If yeah. anything, that's a selling point. <laughs> Even can in I case quickly, of emergency. You want to buy yourself an Olympia ice surfacing machine? Do you think you could do this? <laughs> do you, can I quickly no. just get mad about something? Yep. Yeah, I absolutely. am getting sick and fucking tired of 7-Eleven changing shit at their store. Go on, uh, go on. So first, they changed my pizzas to those small pizzas, and now I refuse to eat pizza from there. Because and they won't they tell you the one that you want. Yeah. Exactly. So, Slurpees. Let's be honest. Probably top Slurpee, or 7-Eleven Slurpees probably top in the game. Great. Max is pretty good, Circle K now, but 7-Eleven has always had the superiority. But, I the plastic straws, they've got, they went paper straws okay and they had paper straws that were actually like slurpy straws but they stopped using them and now i'm using a paper straw that after about 30 minutes in my slurpy has become a paper mess 
It is broken. I can't stir my Slurpee. I'm staring at half of a Slurpee. I can't even drink right now because when I tried to uh, when I tried to stir it, the straw broke in half. We need to get fuck? you. Uh, we need to get you some metal straws for that truck. But oh, here, metal straws here's suck. the thing. Don't get me no, started on metal straws. Metal straws. When you're drinking a Slurpee out of a metal straw, do you have any idea the cold? Like your mouth sticks to it sometimes because the no. straw gets so damn cold, and then it's like sticking <laughs> your tongue on a fucking. Post. You just got to have a, a your own plastic straw that you Who's reuse. Time to go buy you promise to reuse it. Yeah. Think of the turtles, Chalmers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... I believe 7-Eleven does Not a lot of, like... Truck 10. I, I believe they do a lot of, like, local advertising. We should get a sales guy, Jared, to reach out to 7-Eleven, and maybe we can do some sort of thing with them where, like, every week Chalmers comes on and talks about his 7-Eleven experience. Maybe he tries a new product. <laughs> I think that'd be a great bit. You think seven? No, it should be Circle K that does it because he slams Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Do you know why people go to Costco and get the hot dog? Because it's consistent. It's always the goddamn same thing. And it's one dollar. Hell of a hell of a bargain too. I just want the same thing. Just give me the same thing. Did you ever all the time? Bag milk. I'm sure you got tagged in this, but there was that news article going around uh, Twitter when it was like the one CEO of Costco when like the new guy was like. We lose money on our hot dogs. We need to change the price of them. Yeah. And the old CEO was like, if you change the price of those hot dogs, I will fucking kill you. And he like says it like that. And it's like, holy shit. It's the best. I mean, like a dollar fifty, you get a hot dog and a drink. It's a superior combo. It is. Yeah, I don't remember Fantastic. how I heard that, but he was like adamant that he's like, You change that one thing. And he actually said, I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's guy like, whoa. He's like, I don't care. Uh, speaking of uh, tremendous value, you can get tremendous value over with our friends at Twig and Berries by using the promo code NATION15. I know it's October, but the weather's getting cold. You're starting to think, hey, Christmas shopping is coming. That special, you know, maybe it's a husband, a boyfriend. Maybe you're just trying to do something nice for your dad or your brother. Get them some clothing and apparel from Twig and Berries. They even got their own line of underwear called Nutsack Underwear. The name is hilarious. They fit great, and you can save 15% when you use the promo code NATION15. Also, Tyler, I'm looking on twigandberries.ca right now. You can get yourself, you know, it's getting a little chilly here yep. in the City of Champions. They got some flannel there. They've got a hoodies up. There's a lot going on over from our friends at Twig and Berries. They're a busy group. Busy, busy group. Um, all right. The, uh, you know what? I love how Chalmers comes in. And the first almost 20 minutes of this podcast just fucking <laughs> flies by. Like, you're just loaded. Here, I'll, make, I'll make the next five minutes fly by. I saw a video on Facebook. That's I never go on I never deep. go on Facebook, but I saw a video on Facebook. And? What kind of video? And? Wanye? Oh, you want to talk about that video? That video. I haven't seen you or talked to you since I saw this video. Well, well, well. This is going to be an interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, we can steer clear. No, no. I figured no. if you made a video where you acted in it with a mask on it, then you know you're kind of you're kind of out of, you're kind of sticking your head out of the bear's den here, aren't you? So here's what's weird about that video. So I have a Wanye phone. It's my old iPhone, and I cannot for the life of me retrieve my Instagram Wanye password. So this phone basically has to live forever, or Wanye Insta, I don't know, even know what I'm going to have to do to get it back. As we've seen in the last 12 months, Instas go away. It's bad. Couldn't you so just I click forget to, password? But the email address it goes to is no longer. Oh. So I dropped this video on Facebook. 
announcing a momentous life event. Then I go to Insta to upload it and literally cannot get a movie that's two minutes long to upload to my Instagram. Then I get super frustrated. Then somebody else from my past life does a big life announcement, and then I like lost all my momentum, and I still have to get this video up. So talking about this is a marvelous way to force me to figure out how to get this out on. <laughs> I'm glad I can be that pressure. Anyway, congratulations, <laughs> my man. Thank you. I had a son. Yes, you did. Come on, Tyler. We got a button for this. Well, I didn't think we were doing this today. We got a button. Congratulations, Wanye. I we had been talking about doing this on the podcast for a few days. I didn't think this was happening now, but uh Oh, that's what happens when I come. I'm an anarchist. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about what Chalmers wants to talk about. I don't okay. care about your plan. What is it? I, I just I saw the video. I hadn't had a chance to reach out to you because like I said, we've all been busy. Yeah, yeah. But you're in fatherhood now and uh pretty soon you'll find yourself in five years at a coach's clinic for five and a half hours at the meadows and you'll be sitting there wanting to blow your brains out. And then you'll have to go on the ice with four 40-year-old, 12, 40-year-old men and run through drills. So congratulations. I've always, you got I've always, always, always been, I won't say envious, because envious kind of has like a negative connotation to it. But I've, people who have kids, I've always really, really wanted to have a kid. Right? And there's been like a life goal of mine for a long time. And it's not easy to do. Right? And I think there's a lot of people out there that like get hitched to people because they want to have kids or they find themselves in bad situations where they're like, oh, you know, maybe I didn't stay married, but I have my awesome kid and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was really kind of leery about getting into a situation like that. So I've been able to have a son with, like, my friend in, like, a really cool arrangement where she really wanted to have a kid, I really wanted to have a kid, and I was like, well, why don't we see if we can get this done? And it took years, and it worked. Yeah, it's, a different time. it's a different time. And when you told me all about it, man, I couldn't be happier for you, dude. I was fucking ecstatic. And after seeing you, like, yeah, seeing you with your sister, I know how close you are with your sister and her kids. And uh, just, like, seeing what you kind of, you kind of, you were, you were the definition of bachelor for a long time. <laughs> and uh, pretty much just lived by your own time schedules, your own decrees and shit. And then you all of a sudden got a, um, a, a nephew and... Like, I saw Papa fucking Wanye, and it was a cool thing to see. And so to see that you get to do it for yourself now is just, uh, I'm pretty proud of you, man. I'm pretty happy for you. Thanks, buddy. That's super nice of you. I, uh, yeah. I'm really, really, really excited. It was a hell of a journey. Having a kid during a pandemic and all the twists and turns, like, I spent a lot of time this year in the hospital going to doctor's appointments for him because it wasn't a straightforward proposition. And thankfully, everything worked out a million million miracles but uh i feel for these parents that are in the healthcare system and the nurses and the doctors everybody's so fucking nice and they're like so helpful and nice to you i couldn't even believe what an experience it was but it was fucking heavy duty so he was born like september 18th and he was like five weeks early i think four weeks early and he was like four pounds ten ounces and now he's past his original uh delivery date and he's like seven pounds, four ounces. He's tough as hell. Yeah. Tough as balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little uh, you got an outdoor rink ready for him yet or what? Well, I don't know which way he wants to go. Maybe I got to get him a little laptop. I don't know, right? Like, he's not going to get a lick of athletic ability from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Right? 
I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm like his Chris Jenner, whatever he wants to get into. I'll be like, Oh really? We want to be a paleontologist. Well, we're going to go to the goddamn Terrell museum and we're going to get an introduction. You got to watch friends from, uh, start to finish. Yeah, perfect. Right. I'm jacked. I'm like real excited to be able to have a kid and just do what they want to do. And I don't want to make him like me all crazy and shit. I want him to be him. And would you like it on the record that you did in fact want to name him after Connor McDavid? <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to name him. Con- I thought that maybe he was going to come out when the Oilers were going to have the Cup Finals, oh. and I was like, we should name him Connor Stanley. But Whoa. the answer was no. So you know, it's probably <laughs> best I don't get to make those types of decisions. Well, I'm sorry if I hijacked this and made it like not exactly the way you wanted to do it. Nobody but- <laughs> talking about it, my friend. You said that nice thing about me. This is exactly how I want to talk about it. I love the Instagram. video too. You too. If anybody hasn't seen it, you got to see this video. You too. I got to put it out on the nation. I got to put it out. Like I have it, I just put it out on Facebook for my my real life. Oh, did yeah, that, I I had it sent to me like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, our guy Josh made it. Me and me and Jay are in the video, and Bag Milk is our executive producer, and he helped me get a bunch of shit together. It's pretty funny. Like it's good Wanye content. I just got to get it out. Just let me know, man. Just send it my way. I'll blast it everywhere. Sounds good to me. I won't have it on my Insta. That's the way she goes. My last Insta is funny, Jake, because I was like, oh, I got to get a Twigs and Berry post up on my Insta. But I'm like, I haven't posted in like a month because I'm on paternity leave. I can't let my re- glorious return be like, get yourself a nutsack. But then I'm like, yes, I am. That's the life we've chosen. It's <laughs> great sure, stuff. It. What's been, yeah. so for you now, you, you said the 18th, so it's been almost a month. What's been, mm-hmm. I don't think difficult is the right word, but it's the word I'll use. What's been like the most difficult adjustment? Like what's nothing, been, nothing, nothing. There's nothing about it. But it's one iota difficult. Or do you sure. find like, do you, are you embracing the whole, the diapers, the whole thing? Like all of yeah, that? Man. It was wild. So like the day he was born, there was no fewer than 12 medical professionals in the room. Right. And like, cause of COVID I had to like stay outside and they've like have me under like hardcore lockdown all year because you don't pregnant ladies can't be exposed to this and like gave me all these sheets I had to read and shit and so when he was born mom had to go and do her own recovery and I had I had I got to go to the Nick ICU for little babies and because you couldn't go between wards of the hospital because of COVID they're like dad we need you and they put me in a room with him and for the first like 10 hours of his life he had all these cords strapped to him and they laid him on my chest and like taped him to me basically with like a uh, fabric bandage. And then one by one, they unplugged all these machines from him. And then by the end of the day, they were like, he can go home if he wanted to. Wow. This is like a record for an intensive care baby. He was out within like 14 hours. That's crazy. And I have to say, I have to say for anybody that's not, hasn't been a dad, like if there is a day or two or three that you could live over with the exact same feeling over and over and over again. It's the three days after you have a child because everything is gone in your life. Nothing matters. It's everything is out the window. Work doesn't fucking matter. You don't even know where your cell phone is. And he got to lay there with that child on his chest. And I'm like, I'm a little bit of a softie, but that those naps and those times are literally the best thing in my that I've ever had in my life. And, and like to know that you got to go directly in there by yourself and just have that is like, man, I don't think I'm wrong in saying you'd live that day over for the rest of your life. Uh, that, you that was, I said to the nurse, I was like, the best day of my life heretofore was game six of the 2006 Stanley Cup fun. Right? <laughs> went on this big rant about like Prasani and shit. I was like, guaranteed this is a better day. 
Because, like, I'm sure a lot of parents, um, they're, like, very, I don't think a lot of parents take birth for granted. And a lot of things can go wrong when a baby's, like, in development, right? But, like, with the instance of what we were going through, as recently as, like, a month prior to that, I didn't know if he was going to make it, right? So the whole time that we were pregnant, it wasn't like, oh, yay, set off fireworks and do reveals. It was, like, very grim-faced doctors telling us we'd see them next week, right? And so the relief I felt when he was out and he didn't have, like, a horn or some horrible thing, right? Like, I think that was the emotion, was just, like, supreme relief that, like, despite long odds, shit worked out. There's people in that Nick unit, man, one room over from us. They'd been there for 109 days. And, like, the way that the Misericordia is right now with lockdowns and shit, you're not even allowed to go to the cafeteria. So they've been literally, like, not allowed to talk to anybody sealed in a little room for 109 days. And I was, like, knocking on the wall, like, Count of Monte Cristo, right? And, like, yelling and doing (laughs) my thing. (laughs) I was like, fuck, man. Like, this, this is really, I feel for these parents. Like, it is a hell of a thing. So, yeah, it was the greatest day of my life. It's like when Joey and, when Joey and Chandler, or was it Joey and Ross, and they'd nap together? Remember yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the best nap of their life. That's all we've been doing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Best nap of your life. Now, times that by like 10 when you got that little guy laying on you. Oh, Anyways, hilarious. yeah, I'm super proud of you, man. I'm super Thanks, pumped. Buddy. And uh, everybody, one year's a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> one year's a dad. Little one year. 2020, I'm actually, man. I'm really excited for people to see the video when it finally does go out because it's just, it's fun. It's silly. It's good Wanye content. It's heartwarming. <laughs> it's it's great. I've watched it a bunch of times. It's fun. Josh did a great job. And it's great, great job. It, yeah. it was a see, fun piece get, of content. You get to see Wanye with just a mask and sunglasses on. So you get a better, <laughs> you get a, a better peek at him. A, it's the biggest reveal Wanye's ever done. Yeah. yeah, pretty close. It was funny Back when we built. went, we went to the hospital to film part of it the day before, right? And like, we go there and then the security comes out and they're like, hey, you guys, get out of here. You're not allowed to film stuff. And like, Nation Josh is orbiting around and we're doing all this stuff. And then the one guy looks and he's like, is this a Nation truck? We're like, yeah. They're like, huh. They like kind of walked and stood back and let us finish. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> what are the Oilers Nation guys doing filming at this hospital? I'm coming to have my penis removed in the morning. <laughs> uh, well, Ben so, Milk, you're you're the only one with full on like don't even know how tall you are, what you're anything now, eh? Like, what about that? Did you guys talk about that other dude? The, the other Ben Milk, yeah, we did. You yeah. missed a lot. Wow. Uh, I have yeah. a question though. Um, for this big announcement we just did here, are we going to call this episode "Wanye is a Daddy"? Or are we? Should I just like make an Instagram post that says like huge announcement in the podcast? You have to listen to find out. I think Wanye's big news. It's it's a little teaser or yeah. something like oh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think I'll just put up like a black background with white text and be like biggest announcement in show history and just put that up on Insta. This this is the part where everybody gets to see how the baby's made. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got it? See what I did there? Well, so here's the thing. Here's, here's, like, I have this article mostly written, but like you said, Chalmers, like, you put your phone down, you don't care. That's really true. It's really weird. Like, I heard people talk like that. I'm like, yeah, right. Like, it isn't really that crazy. I literally sit there. We watch the entire Breaking Bad show from beginning to end. You're already like, done? Yeah, man. I did it in, like, <laughs> consecutive hours. I've been done Wow. For and I've saved all these shows that I didn't watch for when I had a kid so I could stay at home in my mind and like I've never seen Game of Thrones and shit right but 
my I have this article mostly written, so I'll do like a quick audio version of my rant, and then I'll make sure I write it as an article. But like when we talk about hope will never die being the motto of the site, right? I think that that's an interesting thing because Lord knows we've needed hope for the last ten years, and so I was thinking about like now that I have a kid, right? And one of my main directives in life is to make this guy into an Oilers fan, right? And trick him and like get him an Oilers hat and take him to games and let him eat popcorn and make sure we produce an Oilers fan. And I think that like making an Oilers fan isn't going to be talking about the power play or talking about how Peter Chiarelli didn't know what the fuck he was doing or anything like that. Like I want to show him like the highlights of being an Oilers fan, right? And like, I'm going to show him like Ryan Smith and I'm going to show him a pictures of like Gretzky and them and explain to them when it's time. And I think it's like a really cool refresh as an Oilers fan to now think about like seeing it through your kid's eyes. Right. And if you talk to the fans of a team, whether it's the Oilers or any team who are super fans, if you go back in their origin story, there's always an adult usually that they were like, Oh, my mom and I, or my dad and I, or my grandpa and I watched games. That's why I love the green Bay Packers or whatever it is. So I got to like rig life so that this kid loves the Oilers. And I'll be like, did they make the playoffs? Oh, of course, all the time. Of course they did. And then one day he'll be like, hey, I went and looked. And you told me the Oilers made the playoffs every single year from 2007 to 2023. I'll be like, oh, really? You looked that up? You know how to do that now? Okay, that's cool. I thought a bit about what you said to me. Uh, The biggest Oilers fan I know, the last Oilers game that they had gone to, they probably drank 37 beers and don't remember leaving. And the next one that they potentially go to will be with their, like, one-year-old son. <laughs> yeah, man. How cool is that? Yeah. I found out about it at the Oilers game. Oh, yes. That was it. Yeah. I was at the game against uh, Calgary, where they shit-pumped them in the Battle of Alberta. And that's when I found out. And I found out, like, during the game, because I was so drunk, that my baby mama was like, I think you better pull your life together. You have a information you need to process i was like who cares about anything we're gonna win 31 to 2 and then she told me and i was like holy fuck and i stood up and i haven't sat down in roger's place since (laughs) (laughs) will your next game be no matter how old he is taking him yeah man i'm gonna get him a giant hamster ball and pump oxygen in there and bring him in there and make sure he can go fuck oh yeah Oh yeah, that'd be cool, man. It's gonna be cool yeah. to watch, like as he grows up, as you share your love of the Oilers with him, and hopefully he picks it up as well because they should be good by then. They've been <laughs> great the whole time. Didn't you hear? In theory, they made the playoffs every year, man. Didn't you hear? Yeah. Of course, my mistake. Yeah. I'll be like Neil Yakupov. I'm not familiar with that name. Somebody must have made that up. <laughs> yeah, he got traded That's again, which fiction. is your random Yakupov fact of the week. Where is he? He now? had a hell of a play though the other day. Did you see that one, Tyler? No, but I saw someone pointed out that the helmet stickers on his helmet don't match his jersey because he's been just like moved around so much. But no, I didn't see the play. Yeah, he's a suitcase. What is he now? I don't even I'll know what the team's up. called. Avangard, I think. In the K? Avangard Ulsk. Maybe. Ah, that's probably wrong. But he had a hell of a play. Yeah, Ulsk Av- uh, Avangard. Didn't, didn't you guys get enough hockey talk while I was gone? That's kind of where I've been going. We literally didn't, didn't want talk, to talk about hockey. We were saving it for I didn't you. Want to, you guys didn't talk about like the draft and everything and all no. that crap. Yeah, we, we talked about the how draft much we episode missed you. Is today. <laughs> we talked about how much. Yeah, I miss you guys too. So what else are we? What else are we talking about? Well, I just want to say it's hard to trend. Like the Wanye news here is so huge. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. transition off of it. Like, wow. I, I feel like we still haven't talked about it enough. 
Wow. Well, I can, if you want, we can talk about whatever you want, whenever you want. I'm happy to talk about them. I can transition so that it isn't anybody else taking my thunder. I'll tell you a new thing to talk about. Yep. But four years ago today, my friends, was the Carousel Classic in Winnipeg. I was going to say, I posted Holy a bunch fun. of... I posted a bunch of photos on the, the nation's Instagram today from that day. Man, what a trip that was. It was a hell of a well, bus ride, but once we got there, it was fun. The, the team was illusion. great. Do you feel as though that's the same time of year as right now? I don't. Government name, no. Tyler. Ah, shoot. Okay, one sec. Oh, no, um, no. I didn't mean, I didn't mean that way. I meant it like on. Okay, well, hold up. How are you going to edit this now? <laughs> we just, we just well, believe all of those. You know, it's funny to delete the whole show or a movie. Yeah. I'm not going to delete it. It's going to be one long bleep. Do you guys remember, though, how much fun it was? Just even the old timers game on day one was great. Mm -hmm. And then we went and party at Pint Winnipeg, RIP, Mm -hmm. afterward. And then the next day, the two or or three hour sun delay, which just gave us all the window to get absolutely buckled. And the arena ran out of booze before they Yeah, drank the whole stadium out of beer. Wait, you guys drove a nation bus from here to Winnipeg? Yeah, there's no airport. Well, you can't fly. Yeah. The options were driving from Edmonton to Winnipeg or flying into Thunder Bay and then taking a bus. So we well, Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. Fly out of Calgary. There is a direct flight to Brandon. Yeah. But then it's just it's too complicated. Yeah, we couldn't get the flights in order. But my going back to it, my favorite is like I was posting photos, and then other people were posting their photos. Like Mandy's Mandrick posted that hilarious photo that I almost forgot about of Jay and Mandrick along with Mac T and Kelly Buckberg. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a that great was, photo. Well, that was great, and I was in an Oilers onesie, and we're yeah. just shooting the shit at a beer cup. The best, the best. And now look at us, boys. Hockey's canceled forever. We're not allowed to leave our houses. And you had a kid. Yeah. And we have football, though. Don't forget football. Oh, yeah, football. We're Don't forget that I am uh, leading the podcast in the Pickham Chalmers. If you need lessons, just let me know. I can teach you how to bet on football. Yeah, people are going to think that I'm not coming on here to this. I'm going to face the music for my awful, awful couple weeks. You missed uh, you missed the new way we're doing it, Chalmers. I don't know if you were if you saw this, but Scott Hastings joins us Thursdays now, so he'll join us in like five ten minutes. Okay, um, and then we get him to give us three picks as well. So we're kind of doing like a beat the expert, go up against the expert kind of thing. My oh, lock of the it. week, I'm taking it first: Buffalo over the Jets. Fuck. <laughs> okay. okay, congrats. Yeah, we didn't really go out on a limb there. Hey, do you want to win or do you not want to win? Have you taken Buffalo before or anybody against the Jets yet? Uh, no. I took KC over Buffalo on Monday. You did take the Bills oh, okay. in week two, bagged milk. But uh, oh, I like that Bills I, I like that Bills minus 13 pick. I'm just going to jump on my pick right now, too, because it was one. Bills was one of the two I had written down. Chiefs minus nine and a half against the, uh, against the Denver Carolina. Broncos. Yeah, the Chief, oh, the Chiefs against the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Saints. a good pick. So, uh, Jay Chalmers, if you need more time, wait, because we're, we're going to get to Scott Hastings here in a second, and we'll do all our picks with Scott. Um, Can I have we... an NFL question, your Chuck? Give me one of them good ones. You want a good – who does Tom Brady play for now? Oh, I know that. Giselle Bunton. That's good. good answer. Fair enough, honestly. Strong answer. Um, now I won the pick em. Do you Do you know who Tom Brady plays for? Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, okay. You, you don't give yourself enough credit because you were like – I know celebrity me. news. Yeah, I guess that is a little bit of celebrity news. 
Um, of course it is. Wanye, while I still have you here with Jay, I know you said you're on paternity leave right now, but the Little Brick Outdoor Cafe, I saw my good friend Josh Clausen was sitting out at that the other day. Can you tell us a little bit more about what's going on with that? You want me to talk about that? Well, one of you two. I don't know. You're sure, I'll give it guys. a shot. I'll give it a go. We, well, it's going to be a crazy winter, right? There's probably no indoor dining. And uh, our beloved Little Brick is, like many places, an indoor dining establishment. So we went with our friends at uh, EJ. H Events Limited, which is an awesome local tent company. So we're like, hey, how's your tent game? And they're like, yeah, you'd be amazed. There's no events. So we got a winter-rated hexadome tent, which is a super cool structure, and it's in the back of Little Brick now. So we have a winter patio, and we got some heaters, and we got some propane fire dealies done up, and so now we can seat probably 20, 25 people outdoors all winter in a quasi-warm environment. How's it, how's it going so far? Great. It's like the only thing positive to talk about. Jay's been on the news more times about this than Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> uh, Jay, you want to take it from there? That Jeffrey Dahmer transition piece? Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> and Jeffrey Dahmer was known for winter patios. Uh, but yeah, so we got the tent, and then we also got a couple fire uh, installations outside of the tent. So we got one where it's wood burning with Adirondack chairs you can sit around. We've also got mulled wine on the win- menu, so you can drink some some hot libations and uh, uh, you know outside, uh, and um, it's been interesting. You know, like COVID's been posed caused some interesting uh, issues or problems for for restaurants, and you know, our patio this summer was was used quite heavily, and we we're very thankful for that. And so, you know, we wanted to make sure that we could continue providing a safe outdoor experience and embrace the elements, which was always a strategy for little brick anyways was to develop and build a winter patio covid kind of accelerated that plan but uh you know what we just we we just collectively as you know we are the north and we need to like start acting like it and not like hiding from it winter doesn't go away you know so it's it's not just us that are doing things uh with our patios this winter there's plenty of other awesome businesses doing the same and i think you know, with people's comfort levels to wanting to go out to seek entertainment, but wanting to do it in a safe space. I think this is a great time to start embracing the elements and start enjoying ourselves outside more. Like Chalmers, you're talking about having fires outside uh, of your outdoor rink in your backyard. Amazing. Oh, yeah. We need to do more of that. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this winter and have, be able, being able to provide a warmer experience for a little brick outside um, for a few reasons. It's, it's adding to our culture and we're also doing it initially out of necessity so we can, we can create a safe space for, for our customers, but really looking forward to see how it looks so far. It's been getting a lot of crazy attention, like, which has just been so awesome. Like to see Josh Clausen on the news doing the weather report, like that's fucking awesome. Like that's crazy. You know what it reminds me of JR? You remember what's that ski hill that we always go to where you get halfway down the mountain and then there's that outdoor big fire pit. And the little chalet to the right. Jasper. That's Marmot. That's Marmot? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. When I saw yeah. the two fire pits and uh, on the Whoa. little brick, I could, picture, I could picture little brick being like that. Yeah. Where, like, you just go inside, you grab a beer. Like, you guys are obviously still serving off, like, beer. You right? know we are, Jarvis. You know it. I know it. And then, yeah, sit outside. And, like, it's funny how it could be minus 10 in Edmonton and nobody wants to go outside. But it's minus 10 at Jas- in Jasper. And people are outside all the time. Like it's yeah, they'll take the outside right? over the inside. So I'd also like, okay. uh, 
if you're listening to this and you want to check it out, go to Little Brick's Instagram, Little Brick Yeg, Little Brick Y E G, and check out. There's a bunch of photos of the of the tents and the patio. It's cool. I love the uh, the heaters, like the little brick. What would you even call that? It's like a little mini fireplace type thing from yeah, uh, it's like an outdoor fireplace. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. did you guys invite Josh Clausen from CTV there? No, they reached out to us. That's the crazy thing. Is that crazy? You know, we we were kind of first to kind of set ours up, so we got a ton of attention. So. Well, every news outlet's picked us up um, in Edmonton, so like Global, CBC, CTV, and then, you know, CTV's doubled down by coming and doing this, which is cool. Um, and, you know, for us, like, it, 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 it's helped us a lot. A lot of new people are coming down because of all this. Like, oh, I saw this on TV. I, I see you're trying to do something outside. This is cool. But, like, this just breaks down to, like, us just being better Canadians and Edmontonians. Like, you go to Europe. It's minus 10. You're in Copenhagen. And you're walking down these streets and all the patios are packed with people eating breakfast. And I'm like, like initially I'm like, holy shit, how the hell do you even do that? Because, you know, I'm just used to hibernating. But then it's kind of like you look at it like, why aren't we doing that? Uh, So this is going to be COVID going to, you know, provide some interesting things in terms of how we consume our city differently and start embracing uh, it more 365 days a year. So. Okay. Super pumped. I can't wait till it's like minus 20 and I'm sitting on a hay bale in front of a, uh, in front of a, a one of the fire pits and crushing a mulled wine. Outside of like the necessity of having a place for people to go with everything that's going on. Was that kind of like an inspiration for how it was set up? Was those trips to Europe where you could see like, Oh, this might work in, in actual practice. Like what did the, what went into the design of how it actually went? Did you have an idea or was this kind of flying by the seat of your pants? Um, we, we created a version of the idea, um, like a little brick because of its yard and vintage and everything has to present it a little bit different than what we saw maybe in Copenhagen. Cause like you're walking down a main street and people are sitting on a patio, you know, outside of a four story building. Yeah. In like like, Northern countries, we saw like, imagine white Ave, all the patios are full and it's the dead of winter. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck? You can do that. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all just under those like little like heaters, like those little like stand up heaters. So and that, and that's cool and that fits that purpose. But for us, it's like no, like we want to create fires you can sit around, you know, and kind of use some natural elements. And yes, we have some gas burning things too. And then we also have the tent if you want to come into like a warm outdoor environment or a warmer outdoor environment that's like eight or ten degrees. And then you can take your gloves off and enjoy a cold beverage if you wanted. Um, so it was just, we kind of looked at all that stuff and kind of figured out kind of what a little brick version of that is that kind of fits the brand of little brick and kind of the, you know, the, the building that we occupy. And then my boy added EJH tents. I was like, can you please help us? And he's like, yes, yes, I'll help you with something. And then he hooked it up and that tent is dope. Yep. Again, if you want to see it, I would check out little brick's Instagram, little brick yeg on Instagram. Lots of photos. Check it out. Looks cool. I drove by last night, creeping as I do, and Josh Clausen was leaving, and I waved at him enthusiastically, and he waved back, and I was like, a minute away, and was like, that must have been weird for him, because he has no idea who I am. I know who he is. I know what he's doing. He's just so famous that random assholes wave at him when they drive by. We should, I uh, he's a rapper. We should, yo, I was going to say, he's an interesting guy. Uh, I've, like I've seen him rap. He is unreal. We should he get him on the pod. We should. That'd be a good like local celeb guest to have on. I'm gonna have to sit out on that one. Why? <laughs> Competitor with my my wife. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Edmonton TV beef. 
They're not competitors. Everyone's they're all friends. The, they're all the, the Illuminati. Local cable news stations in town. Oh, my God. Like they they're all the same fraternity. They're all friends. Yep. Oh, yeah? <laughs> we should get Aaron Chalmers on here without Chalmers and interview oh, her. That about would actually Chalmers. be hilarious. About that Chalmers. would be a lot of fun. Actually. Yeah, we should. How would a pod? How would a podcast go with only the significant others on? I got none. Sucker. Well, you could moderate it, bagged milk. Oh, that'd be good. I'd, I would definitely love to moderate. I've got a lot of questions for your message. You're well, right. The Squire and the Squire's the Squire's significant other and my significant other. They know each other well. Yeah. And then um, bag milk. Yeah, your your yours your Remchuk would be new to the game for them. Yep. Yeah, I didn't need all modern in my in my stead. He's quite funny. I was gonna say Wanya <laughs> said whoever you want. <laughs> Wanya Junior in the house. Oh yeah. All I'll right. interview him I- on the podcast when it comes time. I'll be like, what's your take, three-year-old Wanya Junior on the penalty kill? I'm Don't already nervous because I feel like once he's eighteen. Uh, he'll take my job. He'll host like episode six thousand and nine <laughs> of. You'll be thirty nine by then. What do you care? I'm still gonna need this gig. I'm still You'll gonna want to record age. real life. That's, that's terrifying. You'll be my age when my kids your age. That is funny. <laughs> like technically speaking, I'm old enough to be the father of your child, and you're old enough to be my father. What on earth? No. And yet, emotionally, I don't feel there's that big of a gap between us. Your answer. <laughs> Maturity-wise, I don't feel there's a big threat. <laughs> I think you're actually probably more mature than I am, to be honest. I could not have a kid. I'd be thankful to be adopted by any of you. Oh, nah. Thank you. You could come, you could come play on my rink every day then, not just on weekends. That would and be And you could teach me how to do, like, actual life skills, Chalmer. Like, if you want to, if you want to, if you want a, a Facebook ad campaign, I'm your guy. But if you want uh, me to put up drywall or some shit, I have no idea what's going on. It's, yeah, uh, I think that everybody should be taught how to be handy for their family's sake. That's oh, crap. Chalmers, you know I don't have it in me. I know. <laughs> I do know that. I'm thinking about this hose thing I wrote down on a piece of paper. Hose? Question mark? And when this is over, I have to call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just come over and do it. <laughs> hose? Question mark? Question? Question mark? It's uh, that time of the week. Whoa, there's a big-ass fucking bird sitting on my balcony, and he's just looking at me. That's creepy, man. I don't like birds. Um, anyways, it's that time of the week where we're going to talk a little bit of sports betting. It's that time of the week where we trade Papa Wanye in for Scott Hastings. So, Wanye, Peace thank out, you. Peace out, my friend. Bye, Bye, Dad. Papa Wanye. Take care. Bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. Dad. Bring in Scott Hastings from Oddshark, oddshark.com. It's Oddshark. Big props to Chalmers, though, by the way, for just, like, crowbarring that out. Because we've been sitting on it. Oh, well, we've been sitting on it because Wanya kept keeps saying he wants to talk about it. And the only way it was ever going to happen is if what Chalmers did what he did. Yeah. Well, I the only intend, way it was going to happen. I, I did not intend. I I thought that maybe you guys had talked about it already. Um, no. No, we talked video- We talked about there was an announcement and there was this or that. Like, like Wanya's stick saying he couldn't put it on Insta because it was two minutes long. Yeah, like, send it to me. I was going to send it to me. I'll put it up right now. You know what's so funny about that, though? I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I didn't know you could. You you can do two-minute videos? Yeah, IGTV. Yeah, IGTV. Oh, God. So he's been, like, putting it off. Yeah, he's been putting it off. That's that's what it is. I just totally screwed him. I'm probably going to hear about this, aren't I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no. No, good. good. (laughs) That's out of the bag. It needed to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Oddshark.com, your spot for sports betting information. Become a smarter, better with Odds Shark. That's where we go. That's how we uh, at least try to do well with our picks of the week. But it turns out the only one who's actually half decent at it is uh, the man himself, Bag Milk, the rookie. And there is Scott Hastings joining us on the show. Scott, before we get to football, I'm watching Chalmers scoop a Slurpee out with a paper straw. Are you a Slurpee in the winter kind of guy? Uh, we don't actually have Slurpees on the East Coast, so uh, I'm going to go with a, a, a no. Hey, what do you I mean? Guess? Like, wow, what? the corner stores just don't have Slurpees. They have slushies, I guess, which is like maybe what, the same. But when you go to Seven Eleven, what is there? There's no Seven Elevens out there. Uh, we, we, have need, we have needs. You have needs that aren't being met, my friend. This is unbelievable news. <laughs> this yeah. is twice we've had breaking news on this podcast today. There, there we go. What was the first? Wanya uh, uh, had a baby. Yeah, the guy oh, who the guy yeah. who we swapped out to bring you in had a baby. Oh, yeah, so you, that's you, good. Yeah, he's not actually here anymore. Um, all I'll right. tell you, uh, whatever you do, Scott, if I ever talk to you privately, don't tell me anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the story. I just, I, I just let it out on this thing. Yeah, we weren't. He, Wanya wasn't going to announce it. Then he was kind of tricked into it, I suppose. Um, all right. Last week we did our pick 'em. You went two and one. You nailed the Denver New England under. Didn't hit on the New York Miami over. That's because the Jets just simply couldn't put up any sort of offense. Oh my god, they're horrible. And then you nailed the Chicago money line. The question I have for you is: After a week, how much time do you spend, like, or do you at all look into your losses? And is that something you suggest? Maybe other betters do like, you know, you look at that game and I could even go to my own as well, where I had Minnesota minus four points. Do you look into it at all and go, okay, like, what did I miss here? Where were some areas that I should have seen or what trends should I have been paying attention to? Yeah, that, definitely a, a postmortem is definitely a good idea, um, especially if you're going with specific stats and trends that you typically stand by. And sometimes it's just an aberration for me. I bet on the Jets. I'm a complete idiot. They are an absolute dumpster fire. Oh my lord! I watched half of that game, and I, I, how is Joe Flacco still in the in the league? And furthermore, how is Joe Flacco over Sam Darnold? How bad is Sam Darnold? Like, what are, what is going on with this Jets organization? Gase, the whole crew, get rid of them. They're they're that was painful. That was real painful. What do you think about uh, the decision? Oh yeah, go back, Mel. I just I just want to brag, Scott, that I'm the rookie on the betting. I'm the rookie better on this podcast and I am leading the pick'em. Yeah. With what is my I'm five and one now? You're five and Ooh, one through six weeks. Fire. See, like, I'm basically money, Scott, is what I'm telling you. And okay. I just want to tell you that you're teaching me how to beat these other guys who think they know what they're talking about. The trick is just to not know anything and just blindly bet. Apparently exactly. that's what we do, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, you know what? You led right into my rookie betting question of the week. Um I love to bust balls when I get a bet, even though they're few and far between sometimes, but I'm doing well in the football pick So some people DM me and say, listen, your problem is that you're betting on your favorites. What do you think about betting on your favorite team? Is it something to stay away from, or is it because you know them better than anyone that you may have insight that it makes sense to bet on your favorite team? I think that's a good point. If you're a Dallas fan, do not bet on your favorite team. Um, uh, but I think... There's a trick, though. You have to also recognize their weaknesses. So a lot of teams will be like, oh, yeah, Dallas is definitely going to beat uh, Green Bay or something like that in, in Lambeau. 
and that's just not realistic. So you, you, as much as you know the team, you got to not look at them with rose-colored glasses because that's where a lot of people get mixed up and, and they just think, well, of course, oh, Dak Prescott and this and that. And then they just get blown out of the water. So, yes, I think betting on your favorite teams is, is fine, but just don't do it blindly because you love your team and you want them to win. Just, I guess, pick and choosing your spots. But totally, I, I on every every game that you feel comfortable with or any uh, favorite team, whatever, I, I don't think that should deter you. So to piggyback on that, I know he says, like, you got to know your team. The fact is, is, what if you're a Cardinals fan like myself and they're just not a team that I can really figure out? Um, you know, they have a big win against San Francisco, but now they're playing Seattle this week, and it's a one-and-a-half-point line. Like, that seems insane to me. And you have, like, what do you think of them right now? What's going on with that? Yeah, and I think that's a good point. There's also stay-away teams. So for baseball, a couple of years ago, the Chicago Cubs, I could not make a bet on them to save my life. Probably went 0-20 betting on them throughout the savings, and they were absolute trash. So eventually, guys just said, I'm not going to bet on a Chicago Cubs game for the rest of the season. So there are teams like that. I think the Bears are a tough one this year for a lot of people. Is is they're five and one, but many people don't believe that they're five and one. You know, so there there can be tricky teams. If you get on them, it's great. If you don't get on them, it can be a train wreck and, and very aggravating. For me, I I like the Cardinals. I don't know where you're getting plus one half. I saw three and a half. So. You may find a better line elsewhere, but uh, I do like. No, the you're right. I was wrong. It is three and a half. Yeah, there we go. Half. Even I'm giving you points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I like, thought. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I do like the Cardinals this week, uh, but they are they're one of those teams that can they have a really sneaky defense, and then it's just a matter of can their offense do enough to complement that defense and stay on the field. They need to, they're, they're, they're the type of team that needs to stay on the field or they're in trouble. Scott, before we get into your week seven picks or all of our week seven picks, I should say, what did you think of the Dolphins decision to go with Tua Tagovailoa over Ryan Fitzpatrick? And how is that going to affect their betting line when, when they come back to play the Rams off their bye? So I'm one of those fools, probably the one of eight people, maybe eight, nine people that watched that Jets-Dolphins game through and through last week because I apparently hate myself. Um, and Tua came in in the final two minutes of the game, two minutes and 30. I think he handed it off, two-minute warning. He made three passes that, again, it's the Jets, so who cares? He looked good, I must say. I liked, I liked Tua when he played for Alabama. I did not like that he went fifth overall from a guy that had his hip, his hip bone removed from the socket they put a cap on it and put it back in. That scared the crap out of me for a guy that's getting fifth overall pick or fourth overall, whatever it was. Uh, I think Tua's going to do just fine. I really do. I think Miles Gaskin, I think the emergence of Miles Gaskin in the, the running back, of course, allows them to go to Tua without much of a threat because in worst case scenario, can hand it off because he's been running the ball so well. And that opens up areas that Tua can throw the ball. I, I think he'll be just fine. And he's probably been getting reps with the first team in practice, no doubt in my mind. But as for the line with that, mm-hmm. do you think that, because Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, he wasn't playing ball that bad. And we all know that Fitzpatrick can be like boom or bust. And mm-hmm. I heard some pretty interesting, I don't know if anybody saw his interview today, but he basically came out, and I know he's a good team guy and a good mentor, mm-hmm. but he basically yeah. said that he was heartbroken and that his day today was going to consist of him having an hour and a half Zoom meeting with the guy that fired him and then having to sit in a room for nine hours with his replacement. 
and he's just like, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I, I want what's best for the kid, but like, this is my life too, you know? And yeah. So yeah, what about the line though for, for, for like, like for Fitzpatrick and Tua, do you think that line even like, do you think they look at it different? It's hard to say. I think, so I'm, th- I'm thinking about Joe Burrow, who of course was the first quarterback off the books. And I, I believe the Bengals were favored or it was a tight line in week one. I think I actually have it here. Uh, I don't. Yeah, hold on. Week one, Cincinnati. I don't have the line. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Oh, I'm, this is terrible podcasting. I apologize. Who'd they play? Cincinnati, uh, they brought home to the Chargers. They were three and a half point underdogs. Okay. So, uh, so that would, you know, if you had gone last year, the Bengals would have been six point underdogs. So, I, I think the line will probably be the same. In fact, they'll probably juice it a little bit for people that uh, may have been sleeping on Fitzpatrick and what the Dolphins have been doing this year. And they may give a little love because Tua, he's the new thing. He's an Alabama quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them maybe juiced up a couple points more than they should be. But I, I definitely think he can live up to that line. Interesting stuff. Scott Hastings from Montreal joining us on the Real Life Podcast. Uh, let's get to our pick here because I know there's going to be some conversation that comes from it. Bag Milk early in the pod just jumped right out, said he's taking Bills minus 13 <laughs> against the Jets to not give anyone else a chance to pick him. I quickly followed it up and said I'm taking the Chiefs minus 9.5, uh, partially because I'm just so pissed off at Denver for ruining a couple nice parlays I had last weekend. But I think KC, like after what they did to... They put up 400 and some yards against the Bills and only got 23 points and only won by nine. And I'm a Bills fan. I was surprised the Bills kept it that close. I think KC could really blow out Denver in Denver. So I'm taking them there. Uh, Jay Chalmers, do you guys want to give your picks quickly here before we get to Scott's? Sure, I'll go first. Uh, I'm thinking that the Green Bay Packers are going to bounce back okay. and that they are going. And so my pick is the Green Bay Packers minus three and a half against the Houston Texans. Um, I know the Texans looked good this week. Uh, they put up a lot of points. The Packers did not. Uh, but I think that was a one-off, and I think uh, they're going to come back this week. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers will definitely redeem himself after last week, for sure. I had him yeah. as my fantasy QB. He oh. got three points. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> me too. I, I had like I had Juju, OBJ, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think collectively the three of them put up like Six points, seven points. Oh, so uh, terrific. Yeah. But yes, I, I like your bench, Chalmers. I like it a lot. Thank you. So I learned something. Well, I'm learning a lot of things as we do this. Don't bet with your heart, but then sometimes bet with your heart. But normally try to put some research into it. But also, don't bet against Scott Hastings. I did that last week. I chose <laughs> Carolina over his Bears, and I lost. I believed in Teddy Bridgewater. I did. And I, got, I paid the price. So, <laughs> uh, having said all that, I'm sorry. I got to go back to my brownies. They looked horrific last week. That's not bad. Yeah. They always bounce back good. They're playing Cincinnati, and they only have to spot them three and a half points. Like, that to me is a walk in the park. Baker's going off. OBJ's going to be used as a weapon again, just like he was against Dallas. And we're going to see a victory here. So it's just weird that you always pick like not great teams. Like <laughs> usually when you want to bet, you want to bet on the teams that look really good. And the Browns have looked good, but they've looked bad. And I know that the Packers didn't look great, but we know they're the Packers. 
We've had well, we have Chalmers, a they're the Browns. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're a loaded, they're a loaded gun, yeah, and they're still, they're, they're a loaded weapon. They just, their, their aim is still a little bit off, but as we get more reps, <laughs> they're going to get, they're going to hit the target. Big divisional clash. The, the, the Battle of Ohio, they're going to step up. The 2018 preseason Super Bowl winners, right? Yeah. That's right. Uh, last uh, week in our pick on Bag Milk was the only one who got one right. We went uh, one and three. That brings our record on the year for to 12 and two. Uh, before we get to your pick, Scott, so we got ours are Packers minus three and a half, Chiefs minus nine and a half, Browns minus three and a half, Bills minus 13. Is there one line there that you like and one of us who you're looking at going, eh, I wouldn't do that? I'm actually on board with all of those. Okay. So that's scary. That looks like an 0-4 week, fellas. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pounding the Bengals now three and a half all day. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I, I actually am on board with all those, so I, I can't really say much. Uh, and I won't go against any of you guys this week. What are your three picks then? You went two and one last week, and uh, where are you going now? Okay, let's let's go for a three and zero oh this week. Uh, the first one I like is the over in the Chargers and Jaguars game. Uh, Gardner Minshew has these games every once in a while where he slings the rock around, and uh, I love Justin Herbert. He's been mm-hmm. he's been slinging it and uh, lots of fun, and and it's just it's exciting to see the Chargers. Their defense scares me a little bit on an over, but uh, I think that line. Let me grab this right quick. Lines at 49, so let's go for 50 or more. Um, the second pick I like is for tonight. It's a Thursday nighter, and I'm all over the Eagles. Uh, I'm not impressed that the Giants beat Washington last week. Congrats, everyone beats Washington. Uh, us, us four or uh, five people, I guess it is, throw seven of us, and uh, we can we can take down Washington ourselves. So I like the Eagles, minus four and a half. And my other one, I'm going with Chalmers' uh, team right there. I, I love I love the Cardinals plus three and a half. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they went out right, but uh, I'll, I'll take them plus three and a half. I just think that's a, it's they're just one of these scrappy teams that are, is going to get it done, and uh, I think they'll be able to move the ball effectively against that Seattle defense. So yeah, I like the Cards plus three and a half. I'm I'm blanking on the safety. What what's the the little safety's name for the Cardinals? Do you remember Patterson? No. Oh no, yeah, the rookie. No, he's a corner, right? Oh yeah, the the yeah. rookie, the rookie. I forget it. Corner. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't know. never mind. Um, but <laughs> okay, so so you like the Cardinals just eat like plus three point five, eh? Yeah, I do, and, and I I'd be I, I'd be I may sprinkle on the money line because if you're giving me three and a half, you know, you might as well just man up and let's go for the full full Monty, <laughs> if you will. And about your Washington comment, like. It's a pick 'em right now with Dallas. Has Dallas become that bad? Oh man! Because, because of Nodak Prescott, like, is, is it? Are they really? Oh yeah, be I was, one of the worst teams in the NFL. The I, the I was thinking about Washington. I meant the Giants, of course. The Giants are also horrible for beating Washington. But yes, I, I don't. That, that line is fishy as all heck to me. Uh, you know, you would think that Dallas could just roll them, but Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton, and uh, I guess that scares a lot of people off. And that defense is garbage and i'm a dallas fan i'm a big dallas fan but that defense right now uh, it was good to see leighton vanderesh back out there that was a big help on defense but it, they're just they're just there's a lot going wrong with that dallas team uh getting yeah uh, the fact that it's a pick em, i would if i wasn't thinking i would just pound dallas but i i can't i just i can't bet on them they're zero and six against the spread tying them with the new york jets this year and if you're tied with the jets for anything uh, that's a bad omen. So uh, maybe Washington's the play to make. 
it's a stay away for me. The, the, the safety's name for the Arizona Cardinals, a player to watch, Buda Baker. Oh, yes. I was going to say, yeah. go. Booyah Baker yeah. or something like that. Buda no, Baker. He, he had an incredible game last week. He is electric. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, Scott, before we let you go, just real quick here, UFC this weekend. The big ones, Khabib Gathji, Gaethje. Uh, who you got? What are, What are some good bets? Maybe we can look at it. Uh, UFC 254, I believe. Correct. Yeah. No. So uh, the line for Gaethje Khabib is uh, Khabib is minus 335, I believe. I saw this afternoon with Gaethje coming back at 250. So the the money line, Khabib should win this fight. I think he's just got so many more intangibles. And uh, one of the things that is noteworthy about Gaethje is apparently he doesn't train a lot in his jiu-jitsu game. Uh, no doubt in my mind, at some point in the fight, Khabib will get his back. And if you got his back against a guy that doesn't train jiu-jitsu, he will get subbed, just like Poirier and Conor McGregor did. Uh, so I like I like Khabib by submission is about plus 160. Um, one of the underdogs I like in this card is uh, a newcomer. Um, I can't even say her. Shakarova. She's making her debut. Uh, she's from... Uh, Uzbekistan, I believe. Okay. So uh, going out on a limb here, but she's about plus 180, and I, I really like her kicks, uh, and she's a really good wrestler, and she's really adapted her game. She's making her UFC debut against Lauren Murphy, so I believe that's the third fight of the main card. So it's going to be a great card, but uh, those are two little plus money picks for you. Bright and early, breakfast, beers, and UFC. Why not? Scott Hastings, always appreciate your time, man. Take care, guys, and good luck this weekend. And uh, go Bengals, right? Yeah, there you oh, go. God. Yeah, God. Scott. Uh, com. That's Scott Hastings. Head there, UFC, NFL, whatever it is you bet on. Get smarter. Use the information at oddshark.com. Uh, that UFC fight, I'm going to be tuning into that. That should be a good one. Anywho, yeah. uh, always it's an education. a lot of money Scott. to pay for one fight. Like, do you watch all the fights, or do you just watch, like, the last two or three? I'm not going to pay for it. Oh, you're going to go somewhere. I'm going to stream it. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. I see you. I, I, all I really want to watch is Khabib Gatchi. So, yeah, I'm not going to pay for that. If I was a diehard UFC fan and I wanted to watch all the fights, I'd pay for it, but I'm not going to pay for the one fight. I'll stream it somewhere. Hey, speaking of, I see you, Cody. Uh, are we going to talk Big Brother? Fuck. We're, oh, we've gone so long already. We're like an hour 10 into all the right. pod. I don't, we're like running in the away with it. We're, yeah. We're down, we're down to the final four and. Potentially final three by the week, next week. And final three, it'll be final three after tonight. Because yeah, after tonight, yeah, yeah. Well, they fucked up the schedule. I don't know anymore. I just watched. Um, but, yeah, okay. We'll talk about it next Monday. Week. Monday, we'll uh, get into it. We have a guest on Monday, too, but we'll talk a little big brother. Bag Milk, you're muted. I actually forgot it was on last night because this season has just gotten so boring, I've stopped caring. Yeah. I didn't watch last night either, boring? so I don't know yet. Yeah, I think it's horribly boring. It's just annoying. Nobody wants to... Like, Chalmers, this, you have to agree. This is Cody's win to lose. Yes. So what I did notice was last week, I swear to God they did that luxury contest simply to have something to do. Because yeah. nobody's fighting. Nobody's talking. It's boring. They're and living. Every time anyone does anything, and now we're getting looped and talking Big Brother late in the mm-hmm. pod, but... The thing that's Sorry. annoying me is like Enzo makes a great it. Enzo makes a great play staying away from Christmas and Cody in that night competition and hiding around and just sort of lurking on his own. And, oh, what's he doing? He wasn't thinking Whoa, about he didn't me. Help me. 
Yeah, and then no, we'll go get Christmas out. Nicole's like, I finally see Enzo's, you know, real cards. He's selfish. He's playing for himself. And it's like, it's final fucking four. Yeah. No shit. God, it's and everyone so in this season, like, as soon as something doesn't go their way, they're like, oh, I thought this was a team. Like, I thought we were working together. And it's like, holy fuck, win a competition for yourself and shut up. Uh, everyone I'm just riding right this out till the end. Yeah. I'm riding it out till the end till we get a winner. And then I'm Big Brother Canada should be better. Always is. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, it's just... oh, In terms of drama, I for the first time. Um, all right. Guys, thanks for giving me an hour of your time. Hour 10 of your time. It was a long pod, but uh, when you have Scott Hastings, that's usually what we do. Uh, it was a good chat. Shout out to you guys. Thanks. Talk on Monday. Bet on bag milk. Bet on hashtag bet on bagged milk. Hashtag fade your M check. This has been episode 224 of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget, Oodle Noodle, that's your spot. You don't want to cook on the weekend. Maybe you woke up early to watch UFC. You're a little drunk by 1 o'clock. Order in some Oodle Noodle. Maybe you want to eat some Sunday while you watch football. Oodle Noodle is your spot. Also, our friends, twigandberries.ca. Get your Christmas shopping or buy yourself a treat. Use the promo code NATION15 for 15% off your order. We will be back on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Real Life Podcast. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.